0: This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin, with support from New Zealand On Air.
1: Well, last evening here in the centre of the city, we celebrated the launch of the Dunedin Fringe Festival programme for 2023 and joining us in the studio now to talk about this hot off the press. Kate Schrader, Kate Morena, great to
0: have you with us. Oh, hi, Geoff. Kia ora. Thank you for having me. It was a good evening. Thank you. Yeah, it was lovely. It was a really great feel in the room. Um, we were busy all day yesterday setting up the space and kind of you know running at full speed. So it was great to slow down and spend time with everyone to celebrate the launch of the program.
1: I mean, apart from making sure you actually had some printed programs to give to people, <laughs> yes. You know what's what's the purpose? What's important about uh, about launching the program in that way? Acknowledging, mm-hmm. I guess, all the people that have made it possible.
0: Absolutely. So it's it's kind of multifaceted. It's about celebrating all the people that have got us to this point. So that's. Um, sponsors, it's the team, it's the artists, it's the community. Um, you might know that we ran a boosted campaign late last year and that was a really pivotal moment for us in going ahead with this festival um, because we felt this immense surge of support and enthusiasm for the festival going ahead. So um, it was about celebrating that too. And just, yeah, looking at all these amazing artists and creatives that have Decided to throw their hat in the ring for this festival and celebrating that that's going to happen in a month's time in a beautiful city. That
1: boosted campaign was necessary, wasn't it? Because it was. you you missed out on some funding that that otherwise you might have been hoping to rely on.
0: Yeah, contestable funding. Um, so you know that's always always part of it. It's always in the mix. Um, it was quite a significant chunk of the budget for the, this particular event. So um, we had to kind of regroup and figure out what we're going to do. And. It did set back our timeline a little bit, but that's what makes it so amazing that we're here now. That we've managed to pull this team and all these artists and everybody together for the festival. Well, tell
1: us about the team because um, you know you're you're co-sharing a role, for Mm -hmm. example. Yeah, tell us who's who are the key people putting this all together.
0: Sure. So. as you mentioned, we're, we've got a co-leadership team running now. Um, that's a new thing. So when Gareth stepped down from the role late last year, that's Gareth McMillan, outgoing French director, um, and actually someone who we thanked last night as well for his incredible contribution. It's, it's really not an exaggeration to say that the work that Gareth did over those five years put us actually in a position to be able to go ahead this year. Um, so we're incredibly grateful to him. Um, so the team now is a, it's a co-leadership team. And so it's myself and Ruth Harvey in the co-director roles and then Katrina Thompson, who's a long-time fringeur, um, in an operations role as well. And it's like a three-person three leadership team. Um, and there's multiple reasons for that. I mean, we really believe that leadership is not, you know, it's a shared thing. Everybody is a leader in their own way and has the thing that they bring to the table that complements each other. And it's also a risk mitigation um, thing. Like, it's been a pretty rough couple of years For everyone In the arts, it's been pretty tough. So um, there's been a lot of burnout and people have, you know, put a lot of work in and and sharing the the load of leadership across three people kind of makes that work. Um, And then the rest of our team, they come together for the fringe themselves. So we've got, gosh, let me list everybody off. We have two production managers this year, Ash Doors and Andy Meldrum. Um, We have volunteer coordinator Gemma. We have two interns, Miko and Miata. Uh, we've got Callum, who's editing our videos, and then, I'm forgetting someone. Oh, this is challenging. I'm looking around the room in my mind. (laughs) You're doing an amazing job, Kate. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Hang on, I've got production managers, I've got marketing, I've got Gemma, the volunteer coordinator. I think I got everybody. I'll realise later.
1: Well, I mean, you you mentioned volunteers, and of course, they're going to be a huge part of uh, Dunedin Fringe 2023 uh, as as it rolls out uh, on those dates, which is uh, 16th of March through the 26th much um, uh, w- one of the other things that, of course that, that came up every speaker mentioned it last night was the, the situation up north mm-hmm. and, and what's going on um, for, uh, for part of the country which is having you know, you know we can't even imagine how difficult it might be to um to find your way through what uh, many people have to find their way through and once again uh, communities are going to be in a situation where perhaps things like you know arts festivals or w- things that they might have planned are not going to happen uh-huh. um, it I guess throws into stark relief um, you know the plan to be able to pull it off this year and to make it all happen and to also reflect on all of the challenges which made that not possible for all sorts of reasons across our artistic communities right across the country mm. um, you can can't do anything else but just make the show go on and really enjoy it right
0: absolutely um you're so right like we just we're constantly talking about cyclone gabriel and the devastating like in the office i mean effects that it's having and and the surrealness of it because as you say it's been years of challenges and really i mean the word unprecedented is thrown around a lot these days but that's because it's relevant um and so to be in the position to well hopefully it's still a month away touch wood but have this festival pulled together have this program it's quite surreal um, and we just actually when we sat down last year as a new leadership team and thought about going ahead with the festival going okay we're, we're going ahead this is amazing this is exciting but what does it mean like what do we want to come back to when we're making decisions and when we're planning what's that fundamental thing that is driving us forward and we all agreed that it was joy because that's what art and culture brings into our lives it's it's all about holder and well-being um and so that's the fundamental thing that's driving us for this festival just creating moments of joy its expression and yet yeah, just fun for people
1: some key partnerships were, were mentioned and strengthened last night as well, Mana um, were of course, and um, Dunedin Pride this year.
0: Yeah, that's right. Um, this is really exciting. And actually, again, I've got to tip my hat to Gareth because he was part of um, the original partnership last year between Dunedin Pride and um, Dunedin Fringe. Um, and that relationship has really grown this year um, in being able to just kind of flesh out this partnership. So... Um, Pride Month is in March in Dunedin, uh, which is also when Fringe is. It's a beautiful opportunity for us to work together. We have got some shared program um, and Dunedin Fringe, uh, sorry Dunedin Pride, um, actually have multiple events in the program themselves that they are coordinating. But the most exciting part, and Track talked about this last night, Track Gray, who's um, from the board, or the I think the the board of Dunedin Pride. Um is that we're sharing a hub. So the hub that you will probably know and love from Dunedin Fringe each year and on Princes Street next door to the the venue, um, will now be shared with Dunedin Pride and there's going to be a whole programme of events. It's going to be a drop-in space. You can pop in for a kai or a kappa, Um just a, a space where you can rest, recharge, um, connect with others. Yeah, it's going to be pretty amazing. There's also a box office. You can buy tickets to events um, and there'll be various um, workshops and artworks um, kind of developing over time as well in that space.
1: Let's turn our attention to the programme itself mm-hmm. Um, and of course we can't go through everything that's that's coming up, but um, perhaps you could talk about the characteristics of the program, what we should expect, how we might plan for our experience of Dunedin Fringe 2023.
0: Sure. So the program this year does look a little different. Um, in the past we've had a booklet, but this year it's a handy fold-up Hmm, I guess, um, I keep calling it dinky because, I don't know, that's just (laughs) the word that springs to mind for me. You can pop it in your pocket or in your bag um, and carry it around with you, scribble notes on it about what you want to see. And it's essentially a schedule. So it has the whole festival laid out in front of you with the details of like when, where, who, um, what, how much, and a QR code that takes you to the website where you actually can purchase tickets and, and sort of more in a more detailed way read about the shows and plan your festival.
1: What are you looking forward to? I, I mean, I mean oh, that's a stupid question. Um, uh, everything. I love
0: all my children. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> no, um, what are you especially happy to be able to attract to the festival this year?
0: Mm. Well, this year is the first year that, in a significant way, we've had the return of international artists. So that's something that's really, really exciting. Um, they're sort of dotted throughout the programme. There's a dance piece from Switzerland, um, a comic from Scotland, another comic from England, um, and, and so on and so forth. So that is Amazing, because it, I mean, for obvious reasons, that hasn't been possible for many years. There's also quite a few touring productions that are coming down, um, which is great. It's awesome to bring um, artists from outside the city down to to see our beautiful city and interact with our artists and show audiences uh, stories and narratives from outside of our region and then there's some amazing work local works as well um there's a few that have come through the autoporti theatre lab program like um let me think oh the <laughs> the many deaths of jeff goldblum um which is a piece by local playwright meg perry hartigan so that's a piece that went through that program a few years ago and it's now going to be presenting in the festival um there's gosh, there's heaps i mean um Billy T Award nominated comedian and originally from Dunedin, James Masterpick is back. Um, he's a real favourite locally, so that's really exciting with his new show Into the Multimediaverse. Um, Afterburner, who've won Best in Fringe in the past, are back with their new show Dark Radio. I'm really curious about that and I think it's going to be quite limited in terms of like getting a spot. Um, it's an interactive piece paying homage to the Cold War. We inspires nuclear codes and annihilation were kept at bay by endless streams of radio noise. What does it mean? I'm very curious about that piece. I'm really looking forward to. It. Well, I hope I can catch it if I get in quick enough. So- I could keep going. Please stop me. <laughs> Lines of Flight has
1: been, uh, you know, in and out of the festival over the years. It's an amazing celebration Mm. of experimental music, uh, which has um, been coordinated by some key players. This year, an opportunity to sort of back capture some of the Lines of Flight experience.
0: That's right. So there's a film and it's the premiere, I believe, um, of Lines of Flight. It's also going to feature some live musical performances um, and I think a commentary about the piece as well. So that's a beautiful recognition of the work over the years throughout the fringe and yeah.
1: Um, the association with Emerson's continues this year and uh, you have uh, a late night line-up for those who uh, enjoy the shows earlier in the evening and want to just keep their evening going. Mm-hmm.
0: That's right, so the late night line-up continues. Um, it'll be happening on, I believe, the Thursday, Friday, Saturdays during the festival and that will feature some of the top comedians that are coming to the festival, um, local and national and international, I think, too, and as well as musicians and other performers. So it's got a great vibe. Um, it's at Te Whare Rukitia, which will be the the Fringe's venue, um, or rather the Dunedin Fringe team's venue, there's lots of venues all over the city, um, that you can gather in after the show's finish and just continue having a great time.
1: Um, Kate, uh, how important is it that uh, the Dunedin public get out and support Fringe this particular year?
0: It's critical. Um, we we're very conscious and, and you know I mentioned joy before we would when we talked about that we talked about it not just for artists and for the team but for audiences as well it's been a few years of stop and start and being able to go to things and then not being able to go to things and I think we've all got out of the habit a little bit um but it's it's not just critical for us it's critical for them because it's it's good for you it's uplifting you know experiencing live art is moving it's um it's what connects us And so it's amazing to get out and support these artists and they have worked so hard to put this work together, especially over the last couple of years of so many setbacks. So it's really meaningful to get out and support them, but it's also good for you. so yeah I really encourage you to get out and try something different like that's what Fringe is all about it's about indulging a curiosity about something you might not normally see
1: nice well we're looking forward to it uh, 16th of March to the 26th of March all across Utiporti Dunedin Dunedin Fringe Festival 2023 can we hop online and start booking our tickets now Kate yes
0: you can the, the festival website went live last night and I checked it this morning it is working it's so working
1: it's great <laughs> <laughs> hey we've done a great job you've done a great job bringing it all together to this point Kate we're and, the team, uh, of course, oh, yeah. and uh, we look forward so much to enjoying um, this festival and celebrating uh, uh, the arts in our city and from our city and uh, around Aotearoa, New Zealand, and indeed the
0: world as well. Thanks yeah. for joining us, Kate Schrader. Kia ora, Jeff. This podcast was produced by Or FM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.